The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to another smoking episode of Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Um, believe it or not, today is the 6th of August, 2018. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because why else would you not talk to yourself that way? And for anybody that's not, you know, go out and listen to the shows. We're doing my singular shows. Um, I'm going to bring this gentleman in shortly, Charlie Oliphant's on with me tonight. You know, you hear Charlie and I talk about things of this nature. Um, I've got my niece, Maggie. Um, I've got her saying that now. And um, what better thing for a young kid or any age to be saying to themselves. Um, I, I don't get why people think so little of themselves, but we're going to change that too, believe me. Also too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, uh, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is our premier product. Go out and purchase it. I'm telling you right now, you will be very, very happy because it has one major word to it, results. Go out, look it over. If you have any questions, you can get a hold of me through Facebook or at FiorelloBarbell at NICAP.RR.com. And make sure you put a heading on it so I know what it is, please. Also, too, our Prosperity Conscious page, that is investment, period, single, period. Invest in something that's going to be around for a long time, and you know we're going to be around for a long time. Less an act of God kills me, we're here. And if you've seen some of the stuff that's going on, you're going to see some of the film that Douglas Graham did for Eminem in Scotland yesterday at the gathering. But you're going to see a new redesigned FBC page. You're going to be seeing uh, Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for kids pages. There's going to be a lot of new stuff coming down the pipe. And wait till you hear all the stuff that's going on with Blueberry who houses... M&M, because of such large content. Um, I've been wanting to do a network. Well, guess what? I'm going to have a network within a network. And it's pretty exciting stuff, what we talked about today. And this could be one of the shows that is going to be a tester, as they call it. And I couldn't be happier. Because, you know, my plans are to go, obviously, into a radio station or terrestrial. Well, this is going to give us that. And it can do functionality and things that you would not believe. So we got a lot, a lot of great news, I'm telling you right now. Big stuff. Um, Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Just go out and look at all the shows Charlie and I have done. It wasn't that long ago when there was only three or four. I'm sure we're getting up near 15 now uh, because Charlie is definitely a regular on here. And at times he's been on 
a couple weeks in a row because of the material we're talking about. And obviously, um, Charlie is not only, I've never met Charlie, but I consider him a brother, a friend, and I do believe Charlie is somebody I can look in the eye and shake his hand and I wouldn't have to worry about a thing. And to me, that loyalty is what I'm basing everything on now with everyone. And as my pop always said, if they can't look you in the eye and they don't have a, a decent handshake, a firm handshake, and I know it's a different world now, but it's not when it comes to business, friendships, projects together, I still go by what my pop says, and he's never steered me wrong yet, believe me. Also, too, don't forget and sign up for our free newsletter. I'm working on some MailChimp stuff right now. That's where it goes. Um, just sign up. You'll get whatever I put out in your inbox, and I put some great stuff out. And some of the stuff I'm talking about is the work we're doing with Gareth Denyer of HCP Barbell. Um, he's been on here. We just did Volume 4. That went up today. Um, some of the best shows I've ever done. Um, and I'm getting feedback from people that never even knew Gareth other than hearing him on here for the last three years. And that's the big thing. I mean, he has created this gym, HCP Barbell in Texas, that think about this. This is just one of his accomplishments. He's graduated over 100 Division One football players out of there. That alone is huge. But the thing is, where we're working on right now, and he is part of our new network here. It's called, well, I don't, I, I shouldn't, I don't know if I want to get into this too much, but, um, I, I, I think other people have heard me talking about it. Um, but we, we are getting into, um, some major stuff right now with this, and, um, he's part of it. It's, it's a new network we're forming. Uh, we're bringing people in. It's a it's a big group, and we're connecting all the websites. Um, we're doing a lot of film work together. Um, we're really getting on board, and we are going to help one another enrich our lives every which way you think. And there's going to be more people coming in, but right now it's small because we're doing so much build-up right now. But it's going to be very interesting stuff, so stay tuned. Also, another investment. Buy advertising in here. Um, we've already started that. We've got some people already in here. Um, it do, just doesn't have to be fitness, strongman, anything like that. Recovery, obviously nutrition. But no matter if you're legit, I don't care if you're uh, plumbing. We want you in here. We want you to be part, and especially if you're local in Albany, New York, and all around these areas, come on in. Uh, if you bring somebody else in, you'll get a month free of advertising, and that's a pretty good deal, let me tell you. Because we're in it for 30 years, and we want you to be too. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, Real Men, Real Power, Real Strength. It's the Fiorello Barbell Company. Now, on that note, I'm going to give you a little information on Charlie. Let me bring him up here, and we'll get rolling. Number one. Well, he's a representative for the International Highland Games Federation, uh, Stones of Strength. Um, this is very interesting because he's part of Francis Brebner, who was on here last week, who Charlie was uh, nice enough to introduce me to, and Francis loves the show, and he came on here. He's going to be on next week, too, and he wants to be a part of this, and I'm not going to get into the stuff we're doing. Charlie knows. Um, very interesting, and I thank Charlie for that lead 
And see, this is the thing. This is how this show keeps exploding because of the reputation. And that's the good reputation. Secondly, Charlie's a stone lifter, and he's a farmer and a Highland Games competitor. I called Charlie. I wasn't going to do any shows this week. I was going to do one singular show on myself, and I'm going to probably still do it because I think it's so important. And the name of that show is going to be Cheerleader, and wait till you hear this one. But tonight we're going to concentrate on this. Charlie's coming in. He's nice enough to take some time out of his evening, and he's going to tell us some of the highlights of the gathering yesterday. Charlie, welcome back. You know, it's always an honor, brother. Um, you know, I can't say enough about your kindness towards me and the family. So welcome back, my friend. Well, thanks for having me back, Eric. And, uh, you know, I, I, I never underestimate the work that you that you do yourself promoting uh, strength and uh, stone lifting and uh, sort of popularizing the whole the whole culture. So, uh, yeah, thanks to you, too. You're welcome, sir. Um, anything I missed? Websites? Anything that's coming up? Lay it out, and then we're going to get right in because basically, you know, I'll interject, but you're the guy here at the helm because you were at the gathering yesterday. So anything you want to add? If not, let's talk about some of the things you saw that, um, you know, you're like, wow. Or, you know, uh, I, I know you told me offline a couple things, but take it away if you'd like. Yeah, well, um, I do have a... I run an event called the Ard Blair Stones, and Stevie Shanks was was kind enough to invite me and the, the the team, if you like, of the Ard Blair Stones to the gathering this year, which we obviously had a thoroughly a great time, and it was very popular. And of, of course, naturally, the dinnies were popular too. Um, but if anybody likes to find out a little bit more about the Ard Blair Stones and see some photographs or film footage, then there's a Facebook page which is simply called the Ard Blair Stones. And there is a, a YouTube channel as well, again, unimaginatively called The Ard Blair Stones. Right. So please feel free to check those out if you'd like some more information about upcoming events and, and so forth. Um, yes, I think that's it as far as the information goes, Eric. Thanks. Well, well now this is going to uh, – I'm going to ask you first about The Ard Blair Stones. Now, obviously – and I want you to explain to people because I know you and I have talked about this quite a bit with this coming up. And Stevie did uh, last week when he was on with me. Um, how did that all go? I mean, everybody, if you're not familiar, um, the gathering was mainly the Denny Stones. And this year, Charlie was added with the Ard Blair Stones. Uh, awesome setup he's got. And the Inverse Stone was brought in, too, which is, you know, much different. Um what were your what was the feeling electricity i mean it was definitely different how did you how did your mind's eye see it and what were your thoughts initially when you saw everything going on well when i first arrived it was just it obviously was, we arrived early and it was just the empty green so we were kind of starting from scratch right there was a the dinnies the dinnies this year were on the back of a, a large trailer yep. uh, which was attached to a tractor so they changed the format slightly this year because for health and safety reasons, they, they couldn't use the bridge. And also, that for a practical reason, they're expecting so many people, and a lot of people turned up. I mean, this event is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, without a doubt. And, and it's really outgrown the bridge. So much as it would be nice and traditional to replicate Donald Denny's feet on the bridge, the width of the bridge is generally reckoned what he did. It would yep. be nice to do that, but 
um, just with the, the masses of people and the crowds, not everybody's going to see it because it's a narrow bridge. And at least this, the, 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 the flatbed trailer provides an opportunity, a sort of platform or a stage to allow the most people as possible to see what's going on. Well, there are so many things I've seen. I mean, um, probably one of the biggest highlights had to be um, Lee Holling um, Keene there with the Denny Stones. My God, man. Um, did you witness that, Charlie? Did you see it? Yeah, I did. I did, yeah. Um, at least she, she had a few. Uh, not many, just a few. And then obviously her mother, uh, Susan, was there, had a few goes as well. And yeah. I mean, they, they were sort of twi- twitching with Susan as well, you know. It, yeah. was, it was close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Lee, I mean, yeah, there was absolutely no doubt. I mean, they were, they were both clean off the ground. It was a tremendous effort, uh, achievement. And... Um, yeah, I mean, I know that, uh, well, it, it, she's basically the first recorded, if you like, right. the first documented right. person to do it. Right. I mean, there's actual film footage of this and everything like that. And, yep. uh, so that, that was quite a big deal. And, um, yeah, I was tremendously proud to have witnessed it, yeah. Um, because, you know. It was quite emotional, actually, Eric. It, was, it, was, it had I to asked, be. Actually, I spoke to her after the lift, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. And. She seemed, you know, she seemed sort of almost quite impassive afterwards. She wasn't sort of jumping up and down, yeah, and screaming yeah, for yeah, joy. Yeah. Because I, I think, I think that the, the, the actual the, the realization was dawning on her, and it was kind of sort of sinking in. And I think that she'd almost, it was almost like a sort of like a zen, calm kind yeah. of uh, reaction. You know, a, a wonderful one, actually, a wonderful reaction to have. But it certainly wasn't sort of jubilant, doing cartwheels and things. It was much more of a, a sort of a. a yeah, it was a fantastic response. You know, it, it was absolutely wonderful. It was very, it was very emotionally charged. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. Well, we know we don't have any footage of it. Jan Todd was the first. Now, as far as any other woman who ever lifted two of them, it would just be her, correct? Yeah, I guess. It's, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, it's. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not sure that. Uh, I think Jan would have used straps as well. I think. Yep. I mean, obviously, I should, I should clarify that obviously, I mean, everybody will know this anyway. I mean, straps are, uh, women are allowed to use yep. uh, uh, wrist straps, straps, yep. you know, uh, for, the, for the handles. I suspect, though, that as time goes on, and I think that Lee has probably inspired a lot of people to, oh, yeah. a lot of females to take this challenge on. I mean, I imagine there'll be a lot out there. Who, I mean, she's kind of destroyed a myth to an extent, yeah. I think. And I think that possibly as time goes on, they may disallow straps for women if, that could happen, uh, because yeah. i think uh, yeah I, I think i wouldn't surprise me because i think lee has sort of thrown a gauntlet down really and uh that's, that's the next obvious uh, thing to do <laughs> well charlie you know it was but, you know it's so impressive too is you know we know with you know there's a lot of big people out there lifting big things but i didn't i've never seen her in person but by the film i mean she is not a big girl at all Um, And I think that was even more impressive because it just goes to show, you know, you you know, like with Jack Shanks, you know, and Douglas Graham wants to go after him next year. I mean, and Stevie's not a big man at all. Um, It's just the ability to train for these events and believe in yourself in such a way that you're going to go in there and you're going to give everything you got, the best effort you got, the biggest belief you got, and you make that decision and see it through. That, you know, that's what I was so impressed with her because, you know, 
we're not talking about, you know, some six foot one girl that weighs, you know, 250 pounds. And that's no guarantee that they're going to come off the ground with somebody like that. But we do see more of a tendency of bigger people being able to lift these stones. And I'll tell you one thing, like you said, in my opinion, she broke the mold there yesterday. There's no doubt about it. I congratulate her. I mean, incredible, incredible work. How, I, I, I mean, you talk about proud. Holy God! I mean, I don't even know her, but it was. I, I was just so proud to see her do that. It, it was just any of them. You know, you see these athletes come up, and you know they've given everything they've got, and they go there. Some hit it, some don't. You know, and then you hear, "Well, there's next year. I got it." But boy, oh boy, to be able to walk on that flatbed like that and do that i love it it is absolutely beautiful what else did you see i mean obviously um, well, uh, 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 go ahead i'm right and think that Lee, lee's a she's a previous guest of yours isn't she on motivation no, and muscle she's never been on is she not her father's been oh, on right, okay i'm surprised yep. i'd like to get her on and the rest I, of the family yep have been on it obviously I, was quite, I just assumed that lee had, had been on it at some point but uh, that, that was going to lead me into my next thing actually um there was a guy um i know i know he's a, a big fan of the show oh, and okay. uh, in fact i think i even met him through the show there's a guy called enzo from italy oh yeah he's awesome and yep. uh, en- enzo he he i mean he lifted them i think i think well i'm, I'm no i can't remember how old he is enzo but he's the oldest man now to have ever lifted the dinnies wow wow so that was a, that was a big deal. I think I think it's possibly sixty four. Holy but, canola! Uh, I'd have to, wow. I'd, have to dub- I'd, I'd have to double check that though. So again, that another first, you know. Uh, so we've got a, a, a woman and yeah. uh, well, uh, and, and an old uh, sort of the oldest person. So another two, another great feat. And um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. There was there was an Egyptian guy. I can't remember how long he held them for. There was no there was no records for time. I know that's a new thing that's crept in with the oh, okay. okay. I don't think any records for time were broken. And unfortunately, um, Mark Haydock, that's who, what I was who's definitely ask been you. a guest on your show, yeah, yeah, he, he was uh, he was um, I think he had a sort of slight niggle, a slight injury, which he didn't want to aggravate. Oh, man. So obviously he was, he was disappointed he couldn't make it, and everybody had you know was was kind of looking forward to seeing him. Uh, I think he was going to try and not do the sort of the lift and drop thing, but try and sort of have them suspended and move. Yep. Um, because that, that would really be the ultimate. I mean, if you could do that, I mean, that visually, that would be quite an extraordinary feat. I mean, not, not that obviously the, 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 the carry and drop isn't, but uh, I, think, I think in a lot of people's minds, they just want to see the stones off the ground. Absolutely. For that length of time. Absolutely. Uh, for that distance. Uh, so, so, yeah, Mark had every intention of doing that, but it was a shame he pulled out. So was was he there though at the gathering, uh, Charlie? Though or no. not? He did not come, huh? No, he wasn't. No. Wow, wow. No, he didn't. No, he didn't make it. Uh, all, so uh, all that hard yeah, work. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, I know. Da- I'm not, I'm no doubt he'll do it, Eric. Oh, I don't, sorry. I'm no doubt he'll do it. I mean, I, I mean, I just just not just not on that day on that occasion. No, no. But he right. has the obviously invested a lot of time and effort into into training the dinnies, and it's kind of his thing, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, one of his main focuses, so I've, I've no doubt in my mind that he'll he'll come up. Probably he'll probably be sneaky and and, and do it when nobody knows about it. It'll be recorded <laughs> up at or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Now, um, obviously, I saw Jack Shanks in pictures, David Webster, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they uh, maybe we'll get into talking about them. We got it. that's part of. It. But one thing I'm very interested in too, Charlie, is Martin Janzix in the inverse stone. Um, did you go and witness any of that, or what was going on with that? 
Well, when the demonstration, I know some of what went on with the demonstration. Okay. Um, because I could sort of see it from a distance, and, and obviously things that I, I heard from people there. But uh, while that was going on, uh, we had quite a big queue at the Ard Blairs, and it was getting pretty hectic, and there was it was just kind of, you know, it was full on. Yeah. Um, but I could sort of where I was standing, I could sort of see, see what was going see on in the direction. Of <laughs> yeah. So, so I wasn't right there. Yeah. I have an idea of what was happening, but yeah, I mean, obviously, actually. Um, we brought I brought the Inverstone down because when the, the team and I with the Ard Blairs we, we passed Crathy sure so um, Stevie asked if we would pick the, the Inver up and stick it in the back of the trailer and take it up to Potark which awesome was, it was quite a surreal experience really awesome. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know when the last time if ever the, the Inver was ever yeah. sort of put in the back of a, yeah. a of a trailer yeah. <laughs> up the road you guys are but, transport but some really stuff. nice photos yep yeah, yeah nobody called the police, which was a relief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine getting arrested. Yeah, get arrested for stealing a stone. Holy God! Man. Oh, gee. Yeah. You know? um, but but June, obviously, she, she knew about it. June, yeah. June yep. uh, Richards. Yep. Uh, who who uh, was it? Richardson. Sorry, I'm getting a bit muddled up here. Um, but uh, yeah, she's not the keeper of the stone, and she was fully aware of what was going on. Obviously, it had been you know checked with her. She's like the custodian of the stone. Sure. I, I sure. don't know if really anybody owns it as such, but. You know, you've got to have somebody who's kind of responsible for it and look after it. And June seems to be that that lady, and and she's she's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we sort of picked it up from her, took it up, and I was thinking of um, it got me thinking of Steve Jack's. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know the, 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 the thing he says about yep. sleep. Yeah, the yep. poem yep. Uh, with it sleeping in the, the grass. And yep. I thought, well, you know, the times have changed. Cause it's in a it's in a, a trailer now with <laughs> on wooden planks surrounded, surrounded by the yard stone. That's okay. Although we didn't it didn't have it overnight. That, but anyway, I'm sort of getting distracted here. So yeah, we we, we took the the Inver up and uh, uh, took it on the green. And I did see Martin uh, doing. He, he was demonstrating. Uh, he did some shouldering of yep. the Inver. Yeah. Uh, his one of the things that I think one of his party pieces, Martin, is he likes to shoulder a stone and and uh, take a selfie with a yeah. self yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I think I think he did. That's kind of his thing, and he did that. And uh, he had some help from a guy called Jamie. Gorian. Right, um, right. Uh, he was going to press uh, it, right? I think, wasn't he? That's sort of, right, yeah. yeah. He, he, I think he kind of got it sort of to his mouth, you know, sort of eye-level eye sort of thing. I and mean, he got it, got it off his chest, but there was no presses that day. Although uh, um, one guy who had pressed it, uh, who was there, but it, it, as I say, it wasn't pressed, but Andy Kearney was right, there. Right, right. And uh, obviously, historically, he has pressed that stone. In fact, I think it's probably the only person at the gathering um, who who had ever pressed the Inver. Yeah. That, that was a few years ago now, yeah. but nevertheless, it was it was nice to have that. Nice to have him there. Well, um, Stevie was telling me. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, sorry, Eric. No, well, um, when I talked, okay, I talked to Stevie a couple of days after we did the show, and I asked him because he said Andy wasn't going to do it, and he brought Jamie in. But what he said was that he'd been injured, so. He was going to hit it as hard as he could and press it overhead if it was doable. So, you know, I mean, hey, it doesn't matter. There's no shame in getting it to your eyeballs, that's for sure. You know, I mean, that's a big yeah. stone. Um, now, let, let's talk about your uh, um, great stuff that, you know, I mean, the Art Blairs, first time they're ever there. Um, that is your pet, so to speak. And I, ma- I imagine, obviously, your wife was there, your daughter, your son. I imagine Liam and obviously Mark were there. 
comment on what it felt like to be part of this. I mean, obviously, yep, you've been part of it. You've lifted the Denny's. I mean, you've had a year to remember, no matter what anyone or what you think. There's no doubt about it. I've been part of it with you with the shows and all that, and I just know firsthand. But what was it like now, you know, to have the recognition? You know, this is a big deal. Art Blair Stones are now locked in with history with the Denny's. How did you feel, Charlie? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, tell what was going through your head when you were standing there and saying, holy cow, there's my barrels, there's my stones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was very surreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously, I was really, really flattered to be asked. I mean, when Stevie asked me. Yep. I mean, it was, it, it just, it just sort of took everything to a sort of new level. Yeah. You know, it, it was just, um, to be associated at the gathering with, with, you know, being there with the Denny Stones and right next to them. Yeah. Um, it was quite, quite surreal, really. You know, it's quite, from sort of being a, and still being a fan of the Dinnies and what they represent and Donald Dinny and everything and going through my own personal journey and, you know, the trials and tribulations and the training and the long hours and then finally sort of lifting them and, uh, and then, and then suddenly to have the Ard Blairs kind of, you know, associated with them, even if it was just for that day. And yeah. it, was, it was tremendous, you it know. And, uh, and, and and obviously been surrounded by so many enthusiastic people who are so into the, whether it's Scottish history and culture or, or the physical aspect of stone lifting. Uh, a high concentration of those very enthusiastic people. So, I mean, the atmosphere was obviously electric. It had to and, be. And, yeah. uh, yep. you know, we, I mean, I mean, we've been to some pretty big shows with the Art Blair Stones. And you know, would expect to get you know in excess of 100 attempts at least. I mean, wow. it's usually pretty full on all day. Yep. Um, but uh, you can imagine what it's like when you've got you know attending a big show and pretty much everybody there is is, is interested in stone lifting sure. or, or the physical aspect of it. Sure. I mean, it's just it's just extraordinary. You know, Charlie. And then, of course, everybody knows each other. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Well, I want to ask you this though, because I don't want to forget this. You were there last year. Has it grown considerably in a year, in your opinion? Or what do you see now happening with Stones? You know, let's take a look into the future for the next three years. Where are we going with this? And did you really see a big difference this year, too? Yeah, I did. I, I did. I mean, it was, I think, logistically, having been in that big, the, the big sort of park area which we were in, I think, I think it really was a must because it was so concentrated at that bridge. And, and, and it was definitely the numbers were definitely up. I mean, yeah. it was it was just full on, and there was sort of tents up all over the place, and it, it just yeah, it's going to get bigger and bigger, Eric. I'm absolutely positive. And then I had uh, I was entertaining uh, Gary Clark, obviously oh, another awesome. previous yeah. guest of yours and everything. And, and and there was actually a surprising amount of um, uh, people with uh, with disabilities. Nice. Uh, there was a, there was a large American contingent there. Okay. And there was a lot of sort of double amputees, and and uh, there was a gentleman in a, in a wheelchair, and uh, I think they'd come over from the, the states uh, specifically for like a I don't know a disabled or an assisted Highland Games. Awesome. I'm not sure what the right terminology is, but anyway, there was a significant number of them, uh, and obviously as a, the Ard Blair Stones was it was a great outlet for them to. Uh, you know, get involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, because obviously, the, actually, one of the one of the double amputees um, tried lifting the dinnies. Oh wow! Um, wow. It, it, unfortunately, I mean, it was you know it was close, and they, you know there, there was good effort and everything like that. But I think it just it, yeah, it did. It wasn't. Uh, it, they didn't get them off the ground, unfortunately. At least not this time. No. But anyway, the odd layers again for that, for that can that that sort of those people. In fact, anybody 
um, because obviously all the lifters of the dinnies, they all knew who they were going to be, and they were all in groups because mm-hmm. it was all run fairly efficiently. But of course, all the friends and family of, of these people and other people, you know, strong people who, who maybe hadn't been on the list, the Yard Blairs were an excellent outlet yep. for them to, to feel that they'd uh, taken part in something and enjoyed the day. A lot of kids, you know, a lot of kids were there sure. who took part and, you know, all sorts of people. But, you know, very strong women. I mean, Lee Holland Keane won it. Did she, I mean, she really? She, she God. Did five stones. Wow. Yeah, she, wow. So she won stones event that day. Wow. Um, she did five stones. No, no woman's ever done six stones yet, so that's that's a good challenge. Yeah, um, next year, huh? Yeah, she did five. Wow. Uh, yeah, next year. In fact, that, that's the thing. Like a lot of the women that that were at the gathering, are the, some of the, the top the top women, they're really determined now. They 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 feel that the six is now a big challenge, and they want to be the first person to do the six. Yeah, this will be so, great. Um, but yeah, Lee, Lee won that. That's and awesome. um, she did really well. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the Holland Keen, Susan and uh, Lee were on fire that day. <laughs> I mean, Susan got, I mean, Susan, you know, I think she got five as well. Yep. You know, so, yep. um, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, as far as my experience goes, it was a lovely day, mm-hmm. ideal lifting conditions, mm-hmm. very friendly atmosphere. Stevie had obviously gone above and beyond the call of duty to make sure everybody was looked after. Awesome. And, uh, uh, yeah, but we all felt very welcome, and uh, obviously having icons like um, David Webster yep. and, uh, and Jack there, and yep. he, he, like even James Blaine, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, the, it was just yeah, it was just fantastic. Um, you know, it was just well, D- Douglas and everybody knew each other. Well, Douglas was telling me because Jim, you know, he I've gone back and forth with him about coming on and, you know, I know he's kind of shy and stuff and I understand it. And he says, you know, I love to go out to Etchton Stone and put stuff in for that. I'm saying it's great, but I think Douglas talked to him and other people were saying, you need to get on that show. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'd love to have him on, but you know something, I don't want anybody to feel out of sort, you know, because uh, that's not a good thing. And, but, you know, as I've said, he's always welcome here, anytime. You know who else was there, too, because he's staying with Stevie. Did you get to meet Frank Civitone from the United States? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, he's a fascinating bloke. Yeah, I spoke to him. Yeah, for, yeah. You know, it was, it was really interesting hearing about his lift. I didn't yeah. realize this. Yeah. Uh, you, you've probably seen the quite the sort of famous painting of him. Yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah. You're bound to have seen it on Facebook. Yeah, the Denny's. Uh, which was a nice yeah. sort of surprise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Denny's. And that's an interesting story. Um he was talking talking to me about that, and um, I think he's right-handed, and I think that he was originally going to put the heavy stone in his right hand, but it, it, one of them was actually chained to okay. the ground or yep. something. So, so he, he didn't lift it how he wanted to lift it. So, what you're actually seeing in the picture is how he is, is obviously how he did it, but it wouldn't have been his first choice in lifts because. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he would have been face. He would have been. You know, his face would have been about an sure. inch from a wall. Sure. If, if he was doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. So he did it. You know, he did it, and it was great. And and it was apparently he was attending a. Uh, I think it was about to be a powerlifting competition. Yeah. Uh, he was over in the UK at the time, and then they all just decided that he was going to lift the dinnies. And the first he knew about it was when they were arranging a bus and taking him to the dinnies. <laughs> so it was, very, yeah. Yeah. it was a very. It was a very sort of. He was more or less press ganged into doing it. Uh, from, from his story that he was telling me, um, but no, he was a yeah, thoroughly decent bloke, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed talking to him. And and, and he, he he 
That's probably because I've got a, a large ginger beard. Um, he, he sort of recognized me probably because of sure. that. Sure, <laughs> and, uh, We sort sure. of made a beeline to each other. That's awesome. Just uh, at the beginning. Uh, yep. He obviously arrived with the Shanks family yep. as well. Yep. So, yep. No, yeah, 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 I did meet him. Yeah, thoroughly good bloke. Well, Stevie introduced me to him, and he's coming on the show. Um, last I heard from him, he was going to have, I think it was his son, just set him up to make sure Skype was right. Uh, but he was very excited to come on, and from what Stevie told me, he's quite um, a thick bar lifter too. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know exactly, but I do believe. I think it was in a with like the Apollo axle. I mean, he's deadlifted well over 500 pounds, um, and I believe he's probably at least in his mid 60s. He's no kid, but um, we went back and forth, and he's going to be a guest on the show. As soon as I hear back from him, as soon as he's back, um, we'll get him on here because um, he sounds, like you said, very, very interesting guy. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know he's had some medical things and um, that he's conquered some big stuff. So um, we want him on here. I mean, he needs to be part of the family. And uh, he's got stories like when you were talking to him, I'm sure – um, you'll stay glued when you hear him talk. And I mean, it's, that's what you want. You want to get into that. Um, now Andrew was there though yesterday, right? Because I think I read somewhere on Facebook, he was at the gathering though, right? Carney, Andrew Carney. Andrew Kenny. Okay, yeah. yeah. He was there. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was there. He, yep. he, he, um, I mean, he was great. You know, I, I, I like it when Andrew's, he obviously coached me. Yeah. Um, yep. but he, he basically, he was kind of instrumental in building up my strength to yes, uh, yep. do the Denny's the first time. Yep. Um, so yeah, he was a presence there. He was booked in for a lift, and obviously he lifted them absolutely no bother at all. Yeah. And uh, Cara, obviously, who's been a guest, uh, yep. I think, uh, on the show, she yep. she was there. And um, Andy actually he did the Art Blair Stones, which was nice too. So he nice. was there, and he he won that event as well. Nice. He did all nine. Nice. Um, so it was nice to see that. It was a good day for him. Yeah. You know, but pretty much everything that he touched, you know, he, he managed effortlessly. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good day. As he was in good form. As they call, as they call the Midas touch, you know, Charlie, you got that Midas touch. What, what, what do you, if there was, is, I know it's asking, you know, but if there was one thing that you'll always remember about this past gathering, what is it? What do you think? What do you think you took away from here? I'm going to put you on the spot. Well, 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 you know what? What? It's not, it's not, it's probably not what you'd think. It's, I, I, for for some reason, I was kind of I had a lot of self doubt on the car on the way up. Okay. To, for the actual lift. Yep. I mean, I was just I I wasn't I wasn't sure how it would go, and the reason for that was is that um, Liam and I had been training together. Yeah. But then we had a, a large. It was about a we had a about a three week gap. Yeah. We just didn't do any training at all. I mean nothing. <laughs> and so it was a, it was a, it was an unknown to how I'd get on. And obviously, you know, it's just as bad. You know, if, if if you're lifting them for the first time, sure. If you don't lift them, it's, it, it feels just as tough for a seasoned lifter because they they've got the expectation that they're going to lift them as well. Yeah. So I mean, it's not it's not fun not lifting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, and and um, I was uh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know what to I just because I had nothing to gauge my strength against because. It was too close to the Denny's to actually try and do anything or risk blistering myself, yep. or, you know, ripping a callus or anything. So I just thought, right, I'm just gonna, just, and I was injury free. I mean, I felt fine, but then I didn't know how strong I was because right. I, I hadn't tested it. Right. So, 
<laughs> so it was it's all up to chance really. Yeah. Um but I just I just remember pacing up and down like a cage lion. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. At the base of the yeah. um at the base of like the, the flatbed trailer. Yep. yep. And um just yeah, just sort of, you know, feeling just a little bit ethereal, shall we say. Uh, not really sure what was going to happen. That's okay. Uh, yeah. But that, that, yeah. and then, but then, but then that was, but on the other hand, when I got onto the stage and everything and I did a little warm up and I, and I held the big one with two hands and just to get my back in alignment, just so you can, you can feel that weight kind of running up your legs and up your sure, spine. So sure. it's not a shock to you. Sure. It's quite good. It kind of just gets, it's like a muscle memory thing. You just want to feel that, yep. that tightness running right up your, not a bad tightness, but locked, you know. Yeah. And just, just to familiarize yourself with that, that feeling. Yep. And, uh, I, I was actually, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah. 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 So that, that kind of took, that took some of the, uh, the anxiety away. But yeah, but probably, probably the nerves, um, before the lift. Mm hmm. Uh, was probably because I, I didn't want to leave that gathering not having lifted them. That would have just been awful. <laughs> yeah, so I know. Uh, it just doesn't even bear thinking about. Yep. Um, especially when you've got Liam there who, who you've yeah. been sort of coaching and, and sort of instructing and, yeah. and Mark and everything. So yep. again, there's an expectation. Sure. But in the end, it was absolutely fine. Nothing to worry about. And, and it was, it was, I was quite pleased with the lift. And, uh, yeah. Well, um, Charlie. So, yeah, that, my, my, my memory. Yeah. My memory is probably the major, major memory is probably the nerves before, before the Denny lift. Yeah, on, the, on the car on the way up and just, <sighs> I didn't sleep the night before. I was just, I was just thinking about iron ringed handles and yep. yeah, it was just awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You know what though? It's like, um, all that goes out the window. You know what I mean? You've, you've built it. You know it. And it's almost like, um, you know, when you said you'd grab the bigger stone with both hands just to get the alignment, and really, in some ways, I look at it as it overloads you a little bit, and that's a good thing to do. And, you know, you might not recognize it, but really, um, you know, I remember Joe Weeder used to always call muscle memory, and everybody used to make fun of it, but there is muscle memory. There's mental memory, you know, and... There's no way when you didn't attach your hands to those rings that the bell didn't go off in your head, whether you recognize it or not, and you follow through. That you know, you know how many times you've done that in in practice and actually on the platform. Um, it all comes back. No, now there's no guarantee for that day you're going to get them, but you got them, and you knew you didn't want to leave there without getting them, and you did. Um, did it feel, I mean, obviously the nerves, not sleeping, all that. But once you got them and stood up with them, I mean, it had to feel, you know, did it feel, was it, did, did, did it feel better than last year? Did you not, maybe, yeah, yeah did, okay, actually. yeah, that's what I figured. Go ahead, explain. Yeah, it was actually, it was actually, to, to me personally, it actually felt like one of the most comfortable lifts the Denise I'd ever done. Okay. And it, which was extraordinary because it really, on paper, I don't think it really should have been. But something just obviously happened. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if the nerves had kind of worked to my advantage somehow or, or whatever it was. But I actually, they, they felt pretty comfy, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gallery. I yep. surprised myself. Yep. Um, I, th- I I think, though, that you've put in so much training, man. I, you know, I, I, you know, we always talk about mental, spiritual, and, and, and physical. Obviously, there's, I mean, this should prove it to everybody what we're talking about right now is that connection, man. You know, you could, how many times have you heard of great things accomplished, no matter what it is? And they'll tell you at that point, I was so tired 
and I didn't think I had anything left in the tank, but yet they'll go out and set a record. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's not by accident, Charlie. Not by accident. It's the things yeah. it's the things you do prior to everything. It, you know, people say, "Well, setbacks, suffering." I don't care what you want to call it. You go through trials and tribulations. That's what it's all about. Can you withstand, you know, like tomorrow when I go out and train, it's going to probably be in my garage 110 easily. Can you withstand it? Yes, I will. Will you do as much as you normally do? Probably not. Why? Because this is a smart way to train. This is a way you don't get hurt. This is a way you don't blow your immune system out or you end up taking and turning yourself into a ball of nerves where you hear a a pop and you jump out of your shoes. Um, this is, this is how it's done. This, you know, this is what we keep trying to clarify with people. You know, they always say the mem- the muscle memory, they talk about, you know, you go, um, at your own pace for that day. I believe that to a point, but I also believe too, the body is such a magnificent piece that you still can get a little bit more out. But I think the longevity of everything is to pay attention is, as my mom always said when we were kids, listen to your body. Take it away. Yeah, no, absolutely, Eric. I mean, it was, uh, I think you're right. I think when I got my hands on the handles, yeah. and I, because I, I have a kind of like a ritual that I go through with the Denny's. I mean, I've done them, well, four times now, I think. Yep. And, and I kind of know exactly how I want them set up. I know exactly where my feet are going to go. Uh, I, you know, even down to like the nearest sort of inch, I know where I want those dinnies set. Yep. And uh, yeah, you're right. When I've done all that, and you're kind of adjusting the dinnies, you know, to get them positioned, you're standing over them. Yep. You're right. It's something. It's something does kick in. Yeah. And it, it becomes yeah. familiar to you, and suddenly, and suddenly, you know, all of the you forget about all the people standing yep. around and everything. It just yep. becomes about doing a good lift, and it becomes about thinking about, you know. Dipping down and, and then pushing with your heels and oh, kind of yeah. leaning back slightly, and it all—it all kind of comes back to you. Oh yeah. I was going to say it's that—it's the feeling, man. It's like when you're engaging those hands to the rings. We know the fingers transmit right to the brain. Okay, this—who knows how many times you have lifted, whether in practice or we know that this was your fourth time actually lifting the Denny stones. So that, you know, people don't, people don't understand the little things like that. Fingers, hands to brain, feet to brain. This is your connection. This is your live wire. When those, when those electrical impulses are firing, that's what I said. I mean, you just said it too. It's, it's like everything has a mind of its own. It's rehearsed. It's, it's done it. And suddenly without, having to scream and slap each other across the face you're standing up you know and 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 that to me is the biggest reward of all go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off comment on anything go ahead no not at all no not at all um no it was actually another good thing about the the well a good thing for the lifters at the denny's as well was that um, they seem to be pretty relaxed about um the number of attempts you could have. Yeah. Like nobody was sh- saying you could only have three attempts and that's it. You've had your chance to sort of get off the stage. <laughs> sort of there was actually, they, they seemed to be quite good. And if people were struggling, and of course there were a few people that struggled, and unfortunately, obviously, well, some of the guys didn't manage. Yep. Um, but, you know, they, they, had, they had plenty of opportunities. And uh, so I think, I think we were sort of given, I think there was groups of uh, four, and I think 
that Stevie allowed around half an hour for those four or something. It was quite it was quite generous actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was, it was it was kind of it was frustrating to watch people. I felt really you know I really felt for people that were just sure. trying it and trying it. It's sure. just Because it, it takes it out of you. you know? Oh yeah. Uh, it... And another thing about the, the the trailer as well, it was like a metal. Um, uh, trailer, yep. uh, sort of flatbed uh, thing for a tractor, and it, whereas perhaps if the dinies had been sitting on the ground or anything that you could, you know, sort of chip away with your toes and you know make make a little uh, hollow or something for yep. your feet to kind of yep. give yourself, yep. you know, yeah, of course, less of a yeah. lift to lift or something like yeah. that. What yep. you're planning on doing, you know, there, there was no, you know, you you wouldn't you wouldn't get away with that. I mean, what you were lifting was exactly the same. Level <laughs> as, you know, there was yep. no. Dis- Yep. You're working off a flat metal surface. Yep. So, yeah. You know, there's, there's no. You couldn't really cheat in that nope. respect. No, nope. no. Not, not that you really can at Potart because it's a fairly solid ground. But that you know, is um, uh, it didn't it didn't seem. I tell you, if it had been wet, it could have been an issue. Luckily, it wasn't. Right, right. I saw a few people. I don't know. I don't know if it was necessary, but I saw a couple of people put chalk on their feet. Oh wow! Um, I guess maybe wow. with the nature of having like a metal, yeah, a metal um, trailer, maybe they kind of were anxious about the, huh. the feet would slip. Footage, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't really think. I, I didn't. I didn't think that was an issue myself. I didn't. I didn't bother doing that. Yeah. I just. I mean, if it had been wet or something and it was metal, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt I, I just had the normal. Um, we call them Converse shoes. Sure. I think yeah. we call them Converse. Chuck Taylors. Yep, Chuck Taylors. I, I, just, I just had them, and it, yeah, they they worked absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, everybody likes but, them. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um. Well, it is just a flat. You know, you want you yeah, want flat obviously shoe. as minimal soles as you can when you're doing the dinnies because every bit off your feet is just a little bit extra in height that you've saved. Well, this is what I want to ask you too. I mean, uh, obviously, do you know anything about next year? Will the Yard Blair Stones be there next year? You feel? Uh, well, I mean, Stevie hasn't mentioned right. that. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that's for any sinister yeah. reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I mean, yeah. I'd imagine that the way that these things operate is that. I mean, Stevie obviously, you know, he, he's the driving force behind this. But there is a, like a committee, you know. There's obviously Belogi Estate and and probably the local farmer even who provided the tractor, and there's sure. the secretary of the estate, and sure. the local people get involved. So uh, as, as much as Stevie, I'd imagine, would like to just, you know, whatever he says goes, you know, has to go through certain channels. Sure, and sure. I'd imagine that I'll probably, I'll probably, when they have a next committee meeting following the gathering and they discuss it, I'll probably have a clearer sense of what's happening then. But um, I, I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. Right. You know, have to have the back again. I mean, it was a good day and everybody yeah. seemed to enjoy it and it was popular. I mean, that there could be, there might be something I don't know about, like some some legal thing. Or oh I, I God, don't know, I know. Which, which, but who who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, at this at this stage, I've got no reason to believe that they wouldn't come go back. It's, um, it's such a good but, thing, uh, too. I mean, you know, with the amount of people you have there, all different age groups. Um, the thing is, we've talked about this, and you said it earlier in the show, you know, it just offers something for every age group. And I'll yeah. say it, and I'll say it again. I mean, you're doing great things with that because, you know, we've talked about this on multiple shows. You don't know what's going to happen to these kids down the road. And we're just going to talk about kids right now because there are other age groups, but it's a great thing when, you know, when AE was on with you recently, you know, she was saying there was a kid, I believe she said maybe he was like 12 or 13. And I think he lifted the second, uh, Ard Blair stone. 
And I, th- I believe she said he got it up on the barrel, and she said this kid had a grin from ear to ear on his face. And that's the thing. Look at the confidence you're building in these kids. Um, you're giving them something worthwhile to do rather than sit on a TV and watch TV or sit on the couch, watch TV or sit there and text all day. You know, and, and you know, I don't remember. I think I got into this talk a little bit with Gareth Denyer the other day. You know, Charlie, I, I, and I'm going to ask you this as soon as I'm done because, I mean, you see enough of it where you are and you're around a lot of kids with the yard blares and adults and all that. I have a feeling. Oh, I know. It was with Steve Cotter the other day. And he said the same thing, he thought. I think what we're going to see is a divide, if we haven't already. And we're going to see one group going back more and more to our primal roots. You know, more of hands-on, you know, we talk about stones, more manual with their labor, things of that nature. Because I know here where I am, they can't find people to even push wheelbarrows for building houses, all right? And then we're going to have the second half where they're going to be basically, you know, they call them technocrats here now. You know, people are strictly into technology. They don't want to be laborious. They wouldn't want to go lift an Ard Blair stone, even though probably if it was presented in front of them, they got their hands on it, it would probably turn them back into their primal self. So I feel that. In my opinion, I see more and more of that. What, what do you think? I mean, you're around a lot of young kids. You've got two young kids. Um, and I, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with technology. If we didn't have technology, I couldn't talk to you from New York to Scotland right now. But my point is, I think the division's going to get wider and wider. What do you think about that? And what, you, what do you witness right now with what you're seeing? Well, I, I, I think probably, like, when I see people doing the Ard Blessstones, for example, mm-hmm. uh, obviously because there's women taking part, yep. there's, there's kids taking part. I mean, it's, it's open to absolutely everybody. So I've never really seen that uh, in terms of people sort of holding back because mm-hmm. let's suppose you take one of these uh, techno, whatever you call it, and, and they don't want to get their hands, yep. Yep. You know, yep. whatever, yeah. And and they're watching the Ard Blessstone, and let's, let's say there's some kid who's doing it, and he's 12. And he maybe gets two stones. That that guy is going to want to try that because he, I believe he, so he, that kid, you know, he's just going to be well. A lot of it's ego driven, you know. Sure. That people don't want to be seen to do badly, and they, they you know, they don't want to be sort of look, you know, weak among their peers. Yeah. But that's not really an issue with the hard blessed stones because you can have you could have a well. I mean, Lawrence, my son, was doing it when he was six. Yeah. So you could have a six-year-old. Uh, you know, being watched by a 40-year-old, yep. and and you know, well, why on earth wouldn't he then follow the six? Of course, he's going to beat the six-year-old or whatever. Yep. Yep. So it's it just it, it's a, it's a great leveler. Yeah, you know, nobody yeah. cares, nobody's judging anybody. Exactly. And I think that there is that friendly atmosphere, and there's and there's the support, and there's encouragement and advice if people want it. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, you know supposed to, to dictate to people how to do things if they want to kind of do it their own way. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's very uh, all, it's all inclusive, and yeah. um, I think even the most hardened um, uh, person who wouldn't want to do manual labour would would be tempted. You know, even if a family member they were there that did it. You know, yeah. it, it's just it, the, I would say that people are more likely to do it than not. I agree. And, and obviously, yep. they always make it. And, and the whole thing is like free as well. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. it's uh, it, so. 
you know, it's there's, there's really there's really nothing to the, the only the only the only thing which might not be so fun doing it is the queues. Yeah, because the queues could be like pretty major. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, it's it's really really popular, and I'm not, I'm not just just I, I genuinely you know it's genuinely really busy, and um, yeah, it, I I would yeah I'd be more surprised if people didn't try it. I I tell but you honestly, what, Eric, yeah, uh, no, I agree with you, and. And that's why I've said on numerous shows with us, it's a great thing you're doing because, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, especially at the end of the show when I say, you know, five words can change somebody's life. And if you speak to somebody in a way that they're going to interpret it where, hey, you know, this might be something I want to go after or, hey, I was feeling pretty bad and I've been feeling pretty bad and you know what? Those five words make me want to get up tomorrow morning, and 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 people kind of like snicker at it. But I'm telling you right now, um, it's real. You know, when, when my mom always said, you know, when you see somebody, never be afraid to say hello to them or give them a smile for that day. You know, Charlie, it's no bull. There's an awful lot of hurt and lonely people out there, whether they've done it on their own or they feel that life has kind of let them down. And they've been let down and let down and just could never rise to the occasion. You know, a hello, a good morning, a smile, you just never know, man. And that's the same way, you know, I know it's a little different, but I equate that to the Art Blair Stones because no matter who you are, you've got an opportunity here, all right? And you got to go out and make your opportunities. But, boy, when someone gives you an opportunity like that that could end up 25 years from now, 20 years from now, we'll be reading about them and they'll say, the Art Blair Stones got me interested in stone lifting or the Art Blair Stones gave me the confidence now to go out and better myself, get a better education, open a business, whatever. All right? Or maybe the Art Blair Stones made me go to Iceland and go lift the Husafell stone. My point is this, folks. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is ever impossible no matter what they tell you you always have an opportunity to make yourself better and you need to start believing in yourself knowing that what you are is a unique individual there's only one of you ever created and you have power in you that you don't even know about and the way to find that power is not only listen to Eminem go to things like the Ard Blair stones. There's stuff now we're seeing in the United States where they're digging all these stones up. Go out, just go to a riverbed, get a stone. Go to uh, Lowe's department store. They're not even paying for this. You know, go out and buy a bag of sand, 50 pounds. Chop it up like I did for my nieces and nephews. Start lifting it. You would be absolutely amazed. In fact, my sister said something real interesting to me, Charlie, today. And I'm going to give it right to you. My sister had a real bad tobogganing accident, I don't know how many years ago. She hit a tree, and it snapped her tibula, all right? And it was very extensive, the surgery, everything. Obviously, it put her leg back together. So fast forward probably 10 years later, you know, she's had six kids, too, Um and she's been having a lot of ankle problems. And, it, and I, I speculate that a lot of that was due to probably the way, even though the leg was fixed, probably for years there probably was still compensation. Well, it got to the point where it's so bad. She's a teacher, so she's on her feet a lot. She had to have surgery on her ankle last week. And um, 
So she's, you know, obviously laid up, can't drive for at least a month, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I took my mom out to the farm today and she bought her corn and berries and stuff and dropped them off at the house. And it was really interesting because, you know, that's, that's my family where it's Natalie, Suzanne, Livy, and that's, and then the two little troublemakers that are all over here all the time, like with my brother-in-law, Dan, Maggie and Danny, that's what I call them. Cause they're, they're like glued together. Okay. And she says to me like this, we got talking about stuff like that. And she said, I'll tell you what I do with them. And she goes, as soon as they start getting all antsy like that, I tell them, you know, go out in the yard, let's do some activities, sports, whatever. Or, you know, I'll have them go clean their room or whatever, and they get really pissed at that. But the point of the matter is what I'm trying to equate with all this is this. You can never go wrong with physicality, physical culture. And when you have people like you, myself, Stevie, Gareth, any of these people on here, Martin, and you reach into that wealth of knowledge we have, and you can get on the same plane as a young, you know, kid, and they could be a child. You know, I mean, look, Danny just turned eight and Maggie just turned 11. All right. But I can get on a plane with them because they respect me so much and love to do things with me that I can talk to them like that, that I can say, okay, well, let's, let's lift this 12 pound sandbag today. Let's clean it. I teach them how to do it. Here's where we want to go on the course and all this. So you can never not value the power of physicality and what you're doing is the same thing we're talking about here and this is what i love about lifting period we can talk stones we can talk sandbags we can talk weights power rack whatever all right i know no other thing in the world i don't even like calling this a sport i don't i don't like that it equates it with everything else and it's not in my opinion how many things, Charlie, do you know that you can take the biggest object and make it into whatever size you want to fit any kid, middle-aged person, 25-year-old? I don't know anything else out there. If there's anything out there, you gotta you got to educate me here, brother. But comment on any of that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you that I, sometimes I think, uh, like, obviously I'm a parent, yeah. and... Sometimes it's easy to get frustrated with with, with, with kids oh, yeah. and things if they're kind of misbehaving. Oh yeah. But but you have to sometimes think, well, hang on, how, how much of how much of this is is my responsibility because they should have had more exercise? Or yep. I think I think fundamentally I think that we are wired to uh, engage in physical activity. Yep. Uh, and I think it's good for also health and even mental well-being. And um, yeah, I, I, I think. The, you're right, there's absolutely nothing wrong with physical education and nope. uh, it just it, it, it helps you sleep it's good for your mentality I mean I, th- I think that there's, there's a thing that they do um, I think there's a sort of a, a quick cure like for people who are anxiety or got anxiety or they're kind of worked up I think there's a thing where you kind of hold your breath yep. and you kind of tense every single muscle in your body and you really you know, you physically you're straining and you're tensing and while holding your breath and then when you let that breath out, your body is just totally relaxed, and, and it's almost like a feeling of euphoria. Yeah. And I don't see why you can't get that same 
engage in that same physical activity in terms of partaking in physical exercise. So let's supposing you have like one of the hard blessed stones, yeah, and, and and you're there and, and you're straining with it and, and you're putting every ounce of effort into it. And it doesn't matter how well somebody's done before you or how well after you. It's really how much effort you put in yourself and 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 how much you really want it. Yeah. And 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 if you do put that effort in and you work your way up because there's different stages of stone, for example. Uh, you, you're, you're always going to feel better for having done it. Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you've put that effort in. You've had that release. Those endorphins have been, you know, you've, 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 you're doing what your body is designed for. Correct. You know, that's what it's for. Correct. You know, uh, you, you see pictures like, um, and I, I think you, you, I remember seeing a wonderful picture, which was, um, it was like a, a thing for it's antidepressants. It was like a pills that were antidepressants, and then next to it there was like a, a wonderful sort of tropical waterfall scene and everything. And basically, you know that that's what you should be doing. Yeah, you should be yep. engaging in physical stuff. You should be seeing things, taking in new smells, new sights. Yep, uh, taxing your body. You know, not not uh, not being said of you know. <laughs> sedentary yeah exactly look, look at look at yeah sedentary yes that's yeah. what i was looking for yeah. yeah thanks and sort of staring at a screen yeah because i don't really i mean that's all right in small doses you know people have to do that for work but i don't actually fundamentally think that the human body is hardwired to do that no it's you not. know i think there's other needs yep. things out there and, and and as you say physical education and uh engaging engaging in some sort of strenuous activity which yep. is for the betterment of your body anyway yep. let alone the psychological benefits yep. it, it can only be a good thing so yeah i would i would wholeheartedly uh, you know people should try that they should they should exert themselves <laughs> occasionally if they have been and uh, sort of reap the rewards from it well you got to reconnect and there's that's some of the stuff I'm going to talk to you about down the road. Um, there is um, there's a need for a lot of things that um, people just don't get, or maybe they just don't care enough about. But I'll tell you right now, um, with what you're doing, with what we're doing here, with you and everybody else, um, that hardwired effect needs to start taking the better part of your being. And I I'm with you a hundred percent. You know, A.E. said it probably the best there. You know, there's this kid that you knew never did anything with an Atlas stone at with the Yard Blair stones, and he did whatever stone it was, and he had a grin from ear to ear. People don't realize the magnitude of that with people. They Because you know why, Charlie? It's too damn easy, too damn simple. It's got to always be this big, complicated drawn out oh geez i don't know if i can do it and this one said that now you know what it is folks because when i start talking about this i get really excited um you know what it is sometimes you got to throw everything to the wind and charge at it like a friggin 1300 pound bull all right i mean it and people say oh no that's not the way to do it you can get hurt well you know what man you can get hurt bending over and throw your back out or you could slip and fall i mean screw that i mean go out and do something that's worthwhile reconnect everything up again and no one's you know this is another thing charlie and then i'm going to send it to you and we'll um we'll uh uh, sign off with the show is this um why is it you got to have everything now i mean let's take charlie's example all right guy's been lifting for years he's a farmer that, you know, this is this is a tough guy, all right? But it took him another year, I believe, or correct me, 
when he had to work with Andy Carney and get ready to go pummel the Denny Stones. And then you've seen him, it was his fourth time this past Sunday, lift him again. But this is what I'm trying to tell you, folks. This is me, too. You can be so established and so strong, but there might be something. Well, there will be many things that are going to throw you off your game and you're not going to get them right away. And this is what you've got to learn, folks. I know everybody wants everything tomorrow, but I believe, and this goes for your business, girlfriend, boyfriend, your training, whatever it is, you have to commit, you have to believe, you have to take action. But most of all, you got to, as my pop used to say, you got to have that stick to All right? No matter what happens, your belief has to be so deep within yourself no matter if the whole world is burning down around you, you're still going to do it. Charlie, comment on any of that. Um, take your time. Give out any info. I'll give mine and hang on, sir, if you would, please. Well, yeah, well, it's interesting you talk about that, like uh, sticking to it. And uh, like Liam, for instance, who, who helps me with the Yard Bless Tones, he yeah. has his own business. Yep. And uh, Mark, they also have their own business. Yep. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but... You know, they, they obviously, they're very keen on the stones and they, and they push it and everything and, and they're, they're really helpful and everything. And I, I don't know if it's a coincidence that they, you might consider them both to be sort of entrepreneurs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but we were having this discussion about sticking to things and becoming established yep. because we all have our own, well, I have a farm and everything. Sure. So we all do our own businesses. And yeah, I think it takes, it, it, it takes at least five years before you're going to get established as a business. You, you can't expect things to happen overnight and, get sort of instant gratification things do take work and you've got reputations and you can't let people down yep and you've you know you've got to uh you, you learn from experience and if you do things that way and that's really the only way to do it you'll then have a sort of solid core and a foundation with which you can build on you know you, you you're going to appreciate what you've got and uh yeah the, the rewards will just be so much more better than uh you know a, a, yeah, instant gratification is not always the best answer uh, yeah. for a long-term thing. You know, it's like, it's like training and weights. You know, yeah. you, you, it's a long, it's a long-term project. Yeah. You know, you, you keep working at it, and uh, I think success is so much, so much sweeter at the end. Without a doubt. I mean, Charlie, you know, you look at the year you've had over a year now, and you had to go in and reestablish yourself to fix the weak points. That would enable you to lift these dinnies, all right? Now, this is the thing. Not every guy that lifted or girl would ever have listened to Andy. That It doesn't matter his reputation. People's egos and their pride get in the way of a lot of things that they never do. And the thing is, that's where I compliment you is you were man enough to go and do it. All right, and look what happened when you went and did it. And this should be a lesson to everybody, no matter what age you are. Sometimes there's other people out there that have done it, and they can help you out. And you should never, ever refuse someone that's, you know, a friend to you, that's loyal to you, that has your best interests. The thing is, you've got to get over yourself. Stop tripping over yourself and understand that, there are people out there that do know, that know more than me. I'll be the first to admit it. And you have to be comfortable enough with yourself to go out and execute this. Because if you, if you look, we all get self-doubt. But if you have doubt going into this program that um, Charlie did, Charlie's not going to make it. 
because Andy can't lift his weights for him. Andy can't look and see what he's doing because he can't be there with him every minute of the day. So the responsibility falls on Charlie's shoulders. But Charlie was smart enough to go and do the things he needed to do. And, you know, he's a prime example. Look what he's done in the last year and a half, per se. So go ahead, Charlie. Finish up whatever else you want to add, brother. Yeah, when Andy offered to to help me with the training program, uh, I mean, it was just like – it was almost like a religious script for me. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. I just was totally diligent. I just absolutely stuck to it. I was not going to waver from that. Because yeah. with Andy's Andy's reputation and what he's achieved, and uh, particularly in terms of powerlifting, and you know, he's got he's got an incredible record with with the stones as well. Yeah. I just thought this was just like it was like a, a, like manna from heaven. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I just and I, I, I almost I almost jealously guarded it. You know, I mean, yeah. it, that's how pathetic I was with these these sheets of paper. You yeah. know, that, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, and I just diligently followed it because I had I had faith in him as a person, and I had every confidence in him, and I knew that he wasn't trying to take advantage, and he, he genuinely had my best interests at heart, and I knew that he had customized that specifically for me because he'd had the advantage of being on a few stone tours with me sure. in the past, so he, yep. so he knew what he knew firsthand what needed sort of shorn up, yep. you know, uh, about me. So I mean that it was like it, it, it was just incredible because I mean up until then I'd been sort of flicking through books and manuals and looking at you know maybe youtube things and everything but yep. i i didn't know these people you know i didn't yeah. i didn't really uh they could have been making it up for all i knew i could have been doing myself an injury or a disservice I but agree. andy was somebody who i trusted yep. i knew that and and, and and andy wouldn't have taken advantage of the situation and besides which you know we're friends anyway and you know it's not yeah. It wouldn't be a fly-by-night thing because exactly. I'd be bound to bump into him sooner or later anyway. Yep. You know, he, he yep. was, he's sort of constantly on the end of a phone if, if I, was, if I was, wasn't sure about something. So all these things combined, it would have been, it, it would have been a travesty not to have done the program. It was a, such an incredible opportunity, and I had complete faith in him. Yep. I didn't see any reason why it shouldn't work, and yet there was just no way that I was not going to follow that program. It, it was tough. You know, it was tough, and I had to really, you know, sort of knuckle down and get on with some of the stuff because it just it seems so intense mm-hmm. but i thought well that that's what it takes you know this may seem ludicrous to me to, to, to do this many reps with this amount of weight but I, I will do it i will do it even if it kills me yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna blindly follow this program and just get on with it yep and, and that's going to be my priority and yeah it, it paid off yeah but but then i, I had absolute faith in andy i knew it was going to work um it takes it takes a lot of guts and bravery to follow you know blindly follow a program absolutely committed to it i agree if you don't if you, if you don't have um you know if, if you don't know the people that are giving it to you or there's no there's no there's no feedback or you or you can't really communicate with them so uh, yeah it, it was it was brilliant it was it was it was a fantastic thing to happen and, uh, yeah 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 and then think about this then you use that program too at least pieces of it with liam and Mark, I mean, you know, so what you're doing is you're passing it down, you know, and um, I'm sure there's going to come a time with Lawrence, too. And see, this yeah, is, I mean, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, yes, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, I was just going to say, that I am, um, you know, I obviously said I sort of jealously guarded this program. Yeah, I mean, and I did to an extent because to me it was like this was like a life-altering stuff. You sure. Know? Because sure. it's a long program. It's like months and months and months. You know. Yep. It's it's a it's a long program, and then you can just start it again. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's yep. it's brilliant. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, but I did actually, obviously, I did ask Andy's permission. I said, look, Andy, 
how, how would you feel about if I if I uh, printed some of these off and show, show them to Mark and Liam and everything? And so yeah, he was he was he, you know he was very magnanimous about the whole thing. He was very relaxed. He was very chilled out about it. Yep. I, th- I think rather like you, he you know he, he wants people to 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 be physically better and yeah. he was just there to help people yep. you know yep. just trying to make them improve their, their quality of life and their strength and, their, and fulfill their goals well, um so yeah it was it was it was very it was a good it was a very generous thing that he did i thought absolutely and that that's what excites me so much you know you have, you have two children you know i've got all those nieces and nephews and they're very athletic and they're very good and it, it's very exciting to be around them to you know, lend them something, something that they're going to remember the rest of their life, whether they do this or not. It's see, this is, and 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 we'll wind up after this. But this is the thing, Charlie, that I've stressed since day one. Here is this: everything you do in that weight room transfers to everything else outside of that weight room. See, you probably the better trainers, the ones that really understand physical culture can um, get this to the people they're dealing with. But all in all, this this isn't out there. Because all they'll say is, well, h- how much do you bench press? What the hell does that have to do with anything? Okay? I mean, yeah. you and I both know that. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a great bench press. I think that's a great movement. When done, strict, and no, I, I like everything raw, regardless. But the beauty of, of physical culture is this. You have an, here we go, there's that word again, opportunity to make good. You proved it, you set everything aside, you believed in Andy, and look what happened. And then you're passing it down, passing it down, passing it down. It's only going to create better and better lifters, but most of all, which is most important you're doing, it's going to create better people. Okay, that's how we get our message out. We're not going to get it out to 20 people on our Facebook line there, right? We want to get it out to millions. I used to say thousands and tens of thousands. I'm talking now millions of people now. Why are we shooting low? We don't do that here. So tens of millions, hundreds of millions. I'm telling you right now, it's possible. Anything is possible. But I, I could go on and on forever. But anything else you got, brother? Um, lay it out. Um and I'll take and uh, give out my info and hang on the line, if you would, please. Well, nothing really. Just, just to say thank you very much for having me on the show. And uh, obviously, while the, while the gathering was, was, was yesterday, you know, yep. today being Monday, yep. uh, it was uh, yeah, fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it, I'll just sum it up by saying it was a wonderful event. And uh, it was nice to see, to see Douglas there yeah. You know, yeah. uh, as a representative for Eminem. He did a fantastic job. Yep. You know, he seemed to be did some really interesting interviews. And I'm really kind of looking forward to seeing uh, what he comes out with. Oh, I can't and, wait. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, um, but uh, yeah, again, th- thanks for having me. Oh, okay. well, and I and I wanted to have you on because um, I really wanted to find out, you know, like you said, fresh in your mind, your thoughts, because Douglas has been sending stuff to me back and forth all day, and then we're going to get everything and we'll put it in and start looking at everything because, as I told Charlie, well, I said this in the beginning of the show too, uh, the FBC main page is going to change. You're going to see some of the video there and on Eminem, but there's going to be some big changes. Um, we're always changing, and with all the stuff going on with Blueberry now, um, you know, it's dependent on them. But let me tell you, if they get the stuff done by the end of the year they're talking, this place is going to get spun on its head. 
literally, and I mean in a very, very big way. It's very exciting stuff, Charlie, just like with the yard blares and everything. We're very fortunate and very blessed to be able to do the things we do, and believe me, I don't take that for granted at all. I don't have the article on me. It's downstairs. I did not bring it up, but some other big news. Um, As everybody knows, and I didn't tell Charlie this in the beginning, so he'll hear this for the first time. Um, As everyone knows, FBC and Eminem are dedicated to my brother Jimmy, who died of Duchenne muscular dystrophy. The deadliest form, and I mean it is the major killer, all right? You get that, it's, it's bad. Well, they've been doing a lot of things with gene therapy and such. They might have isolated Duchesne. Um, I'm, go- I'll, I'll, um, I'm probably going to do a solo show called Cheerleader this week. I'm going to read it if I can read the whole thing through. Um, when you read that, my, I, I let my sister read it. It's, um, it's a very emotional thing around here because um, no one deserves to die, but my brother should still be here with us. And um, believe me, I think about Jimmy every day. I mean, I've told you. His picture is facing me right over the top of my laptop. Um, But good news, and this would be miraculous if this all comes through. Um, This is the most encouraging news, they said, um, for Duchenne muscular dystrophy. So we thank those people, and I will read the article. Um, it's It's that important. And he is the mascot, in my opinion. He and the Incredible Hulk. Um... Go out to, um, i, I got to get my train of thought now. Go out to um, Fiorello Barbell Co. or FiorelloBarbell.nicap.r.com. If there's a particular show you and uh, you would like Charlie and I to do, um, we can do anything. You know that. Also, too, um, go out to iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. Obviously, that's what we've gotten, and we thank everybody for that. Also, too... Don't forget to go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., the premier product. You know, we talk about changes. Well, that will change you like nothing you've ever seen before. And also, too, we talk about investment. Invest in our Prosperity Conscious page at FiorelloBarbellCo.com. If it's helped you, there's a $25, $50, and $100 investment. Invest in us. We're going to be around for a long, long time. And as you heard this show tonight and you've heard the other things Charlie and I have talked about, um, you know, people go out and buy books when they, they need to hear stuff like this. You're getting this for free on a radio by people that actually do the work. It's not somebody ghostwriting for us or a ghostwriter talking in either one of our places. Charlie and I and everybody here, do everything we talk about and I know we're all very proud of what we do and we should be we really should be also too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast go out and listen to all the shows Charlie and I have done also sign up on motivationmuscle.com for a free newsletter I'm working on stuff right now hopefully I will have something out tomorrow because I want to get this show up very early tomorrow so when I get up at 430 um, I've got to get right on it and get started. Um, don't forget, too, 
once again, we're talking about investment. Come on in here, advertise with motivation and muscle. I promise you, you will make money, and we will too. That's right on our homepage, motivationmuscle.com. And the only way I will talk to you is by phone. My phone number is there. You can contact me, and you'll get a call back within 24 hours, and it will be me talking. Believe me. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, we already talked about uh, all the things with getting in touch. And I, um, If you want to get us in your car, AHA Directory, that's AHA. You get M&M 24-7. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to say hello to them or give them five encouraging words. It can change your life. As my mom said and still says, uh, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile. You never know what they're going through. Little things like that can do big things for you. Think about that. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, pull it, press it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as a great hoose of steel crusher says, in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. Don't ever clip our balls. And Russell Fur, who will be on this month, as he always has said from the beginning, when I hear your shows and listen to them, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave of it now, my friend. Only going to get bigger and higher and higher and higher. Just like I said to Charlie before, not hundreds, not thousands. We're talking millions on top of millions of listeners for this show. Also, too, Frank Klein, my greatest college professor. He would say repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, the greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk each patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. I guarantee a smile on your face. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. We need you. You need us for the next 30 years. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Charlie, I'm going to read what I've been reading, the poem by Steve Jack from the book of Stones and Strength, the late Steve Jack and the late Peter Martin, and it is about the inverse stone. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass that until now has kept you warm and safe. For in a couple of moons, I'll be calling the late, great Steve Jack. And I think a lot of us owe him a big thanks, especially with all he did with the Husafel stone. And he's the guy that got me involved in lifting stones. Um, miss him. But we got his writings and all that. And as I always say, that's metaphorically to me what life is all about. Charlie, it's always an honor. Uh, you bring it every time. And thanks for the update on uh, the gathering. Congratulations on the Ard Blair Stones being there this year. And I know success beckons your door every day. So uh, thank you for being on, my friend. Well, well thank you again. once again, thanks for having me, Eric. And uh, it's always a joy to be on the show. And uh, thank you for the incredible service which, uh, which you do in sort of enlightening people and bringing people together in, 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 uh, in our sort of sphere, our world. 
and uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, the updates about the uh, the gathering and the, the days cool. to come. Okay, and we'll get you on in a couple weeks or earlier, depending on what's happening. So, as I always say, life is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. This show with Charlie will be up tomorrow. Um, Have a great week, everybody, and we talk about it here all the time. Go out and be exceptional. And remember this, none of you came in the world as losers. You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. I can't give you any more of a gift than that other than what we do with these shows. I I and everybody here want to see all of you succeed. Don't be afraid. Don't listen to the naysayers. And remember this, believe in yourself. And that's what you need, and that will get you where you need to go. In the meantime, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, and have a great, great week. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.